Hey everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life, and I want to welcome you to episode 63 of Lung Lengthening Live, where the patients get to interview the guests. And today we are joined by a stature lengthening patient who's been here on the channel before. JP is back on the show. Welcome back, JP. Hey, glad to be <laughs> back. Yeah, and you're you're ser seriously a fan favorite. In fact, I think it was last week or the week before. Somebody was like, "Where's JP? Get him back on. He's done lengthening. We need a we need an update." So, <laughs> I just finished lengthening. So, did you? Did you? When, yeah. when did you finish? Uh, November four. November. Okay, 4th. so just a couple 4th. weeks now. That's incredible, man. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, and um, I mean, it took longer than expected because at the end, for the last two centimeters, we did 0.75 millimeter every day instead of doing one millimeter every day i see it's slow down a little bit longer yeah okay gotcha man well how are you doing like overall i mean you're done your stature lengthening process isn't that incredible i'm glad it's it's done <laughs> i'm glad it's done and but the thing is you know even if i'm done lengthening I, I i still can't walk properly so it's not fully done yet but i'm like it took, it took me a while to notice really a difference because I didn't go out much. I stayed home and, you know, but as soon as, as I started like going out and walking like uh, different places, mm -hmm. I could see a difference. I could yeah. notice a difference in height. Like I could feel the difference. That's incredible, man. Wow. Um, so for everybody who's watching who may not have been caught up on your story, because you've been on the channel a few times now, let's just do like a limb lengthening surgery overview for you. So when was the date of your surgery, your original, your, your surgery? Uh, August 1st. August 1st. Okay. So uh, just over three and a half months ago. Um, and which bones did you have lengthened? Femurs. Femurs done. The device you used? Precise 2.2. Point two. What was your starting height? One seventy four. Uh, so that's five nine. Uh, a bit. More, actually, it was one seventy four point five. Okay, so that's <laughs> you're my height. <laughs> close, close to five nine. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Very cool. Um, and uh, did you get the full eight centimeters? I did even a bit more. What? <laughs> yeah. How did you do more? Like, what did the rod have some extra space in there? <laughs> there is. Yes, there's a safety there's a safety in case it, in the end there's one leg sh like shorter than the other you can adjust and uh there was a, a bit more room at the end of the nail so we were able to go and uh, get 8.8.1 like uh on one leg and the other leg was shorter so we did a bit more to you know make them equal but yeah. all in all it's like 8.1 wow man that's incredible so i'm going to pull up some um some x-rays here just to kind of show i think you you sent over a lot of content um and we'll, we'll show this throughout the, the the interview here um but what i want you to talk about now is now that you're done lengthening for a couple weeks now has the lengthening pain kind of subsided because i know that there's different phases of pain there's like the post-surgical pain what you have right after the surgery a lot of inflammation swelling and all that stuff then you have like you know a little bit of a downtime before the muscles start to get tight you have the lengthening pain did, did any of that, did you get any nerve irritation? Did any of the lengthening pain kind of subside a little bit? Well, all of what you said, uh, like the, the order of what you said is true. And I did have some nerve pain at one point where I felt like a bit of a burning sensation on my um, lower tibia and like, mm -hmm. and a bit on my like, like uh, internal side of my, my femur, mm -hmm. but it didn't last. It was like a couple of days. Only when I was sitting in a car for long periods of time, mm -hmm. I would have 
feeling and eventually it it, it just uh, disappeared it wow. stopped doing it before the end of lengthening it stopped it stopped us and that was the reason we stopped we, we slowed down that was the reason we went at 0.75 I because I had this burn sensation but uh, as soon as we slowed down everything started going better like um, I had more flexibility more um, less tightness mm-hmm. uh, less pain um, and that kept going like that up until the last uh, part of the lengthening Gotcha. Gotcha. So as we can see here, guys, I'm sharing some of JP's uh, x-rays that he sent in to me. So this is early on in lengthening, I guess, right? Yeah. This is early, but it's, I I believe last, I, last time I went on, I, I was on the show. I'm not sure I showed you this one. So that's why I put it on. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't think we've seen this. This is like slightly after you started lengthening and we just finished talking to you then, um, which is incredible. So yeah, we have that there. Um, I think we also have another one here where you have some more distraction length. I think you can see, uh, let me switch over here just a sec. Um, shoot, <laughs> hold on. There we go. Um, nope, wrong one. Do you see anything else or is it not showing up? No, it's still showing the same one at the, still showing the same. Okay. I'll, I'll fix that in a second, but yeah, t- tell us a little bit about like, um, you said the pain went away. You guys went at 0.75 in terms of your femur lengthening to kind of like, you know, resolve some of that pain. Um, would you say that right now everything is kind of like gone, the pain in your legs, or do you still feel sore and tender or what, what are you feeling right now? Uh, I just feel weak. I don't feel sore. I don't feel pain. I just feel like my legs are a bit weaker, you know? Because yeah. when you when you stretch the muscle, the mm-hmm. fibers elongate, like they get stronger, they get uh, longer and mm-hmm. weaker. When you contract, they're already like stretched. So when you do muscle contraction, it's it's harder, and I I can yeah. feel it being weak, you know. And mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, it's just because like you know, for for a while I I haven't walked a lot, like I haven't done anything like with my legs so as soon as going as i'm going to start walking again it's going to be like that weakness i'm not i'm not expecting to last very long right yeah that's incredible and and that's the thing it's just you just stopped lengthening i noticed that a lot of patients tell me that it takes about a month maybe even six weeks where the pain is completely gone and they're just waiting for the bones to fully consolidate before they can start walking you know full time so um that's incredible man i'm gonna go ahead and just kind of flip through some stuff here and um if you want you can kind of describe what's going on but like this is you just on the walker i i don't know if you know exactly when this was taken this was like quite early there was like uh maybe like uh one month after surgery Okay. Okay. This is one amount. So guys, he has the precise 2.2 nails. Okay. Three weeks. Um, yeah. So he's not full weight bearing. That's why he's using the walker here. Um, but as you can see, he's, he's ambulating pretty well here. Um, I'm just going to move along to this one. Um, tell us what's going on here. This is my Corey, my, my physiotherapist, physical therapist. He comes every morning and he stretches me and he does check every, like the range of motion. He makes sure that my range of motion are still within the normal, you know, mm-hmm. uh, range. And uh, also he, you know, finds ways to stretch, stretch my, my, my muscle without, you know, putting too much weight on the, the, the nail. So gotcha. it's very, uh, very um, helpful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And is this, is he with Dr. Godelovich? Like, does he work with them or is it like, yeah. okay, He's gotcha. Like, I could say specialize in limb lengthening, you know? He specializes in limb thing. That's perfect. Uh, what's going on here, JP? So this is me walking. 
Uh, I started walking my street every day. This is like, I'd say like maybe like a month ago. And you, you can wow. see my, my left leg, like it's painful. Mm. At that time, at that point in time, like I had pain in my left leg, you know, but I still took mm -hmm. videos just to, you know, to document every step. Yeah. I'm well, so glad you did. Walk, but uh, every day like that, sometimes it's more painful than others, but it's getting better. See, yeah. that day, I think a bit better. It's getting better this day. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look, look at how tall he is. Like compared to the uh, the first video that we saw, he looks like he's like a full almost two inches taller here. I'm guessing you are. Yeah. Uh, th this is I think is like two point five inches taller at that point. And <laughs> the walker is also taller. So it's hard to see compared to uh, the, the previous videos, because as I was growing, I, I, I was making the walker um, higher, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you need it for your hands to have the to offload the support. I mean, your but your body weight. Man, look how look at this. This guy is looking so tall, like compared to the first one. It's, it's crazy to see this because we see we saw all this happen in such a short amount of time. August first, surgery when, day. You when know, you and see now August first back to back with this video, that's when it yeah. hits the most. Like, I, oh, don't worry. August I'm gonna. I plan to. I plan to sit down with this content and probably put together a video for the channel, a really uh, dramatic video. So. <laughs> I plan to do that for sure. Oh man, this is great, That's man! So this, a, yeah. yeah, a couple of videos of me just walking, you know, just documenting. It. This is fantastic. I mean, all this documentation is everything. It's so important because it does come in handy for you know uh, content for people later. What are you doing here? Oh, yeah. This is gonna. This is gonna help because I've been doing it quite a few times just to you know uh, make my legs more. Uh, like mo mobile like to make them move more because i put the machine I, I set the machine at zero so there's no uh no tension on it there's no force so it's easy yeah. for my legs no no uh chances of breaking the nail and it works fine you know the day after i feel better and uh my legs feel like more feel like there's more oil inside you know <laughs> yeah nice and loose and limber yeah i bet man that's incredible that's good this is Corey working on you yep. again yep very cool so he's working on some knee range of motion there yep wow you can barely see you guys see his scars they're so minimal there i mean it's incredible um that, i mean that's so cool how you can see that these minimal incisions are causing you know massive changes in height it's, it's crazy okay it's working, working out, out. Like, i was you know i was just sitting, sitting on the wheelchair you know yeah, wheelchair workouts. That's what you I can, did. You, you know? can do it if you want, but you can. Yeah, this the is only, what I've been telling a lot of people. The only thing is, if you do it and you get sore after, it's going to be hard with the walker. That's why I didn't <laughs> yeah. keep doing it. You know, right? Yeah, I I always did like lighter weight, you know, higher reps for during lengthening, just to kind of like maintain muscle tone. It wasn't anything to build like massive gym size or anything. It was just to kind of stay fit. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Some more physical therapy one, here. Yeah, more physical therapy. There's a lot. You know, you do it every morning. So yeah. it might seem like a lot when you look at these videos, but every morning I had to do it for 80 days. So it's incredible, man. That is incredible. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> I love it. You will make a change for the better. I love this. Your 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 manifestation of like how you take these little quotes and you can apply it to your current situation. That's incredible, man. Awesome still walking wow. you can maybe skip this one okay it's still the same okay this is shows higher uh gap 
This is like when I was at the about four. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. That's uh three uh, thirty nine point one and thirty nine point seven millimeters. Mm. So the one of your legs was a little longer, um, but you mm. fixed it towards the end, correct? Exactly, and that you you like when you measure with these uh, type of X rays, it's not uh, super precise because they're magnified. And it's just using the cursor on the, the computer, you know. If you want right. to be sure, you have to take another type of x-ray, which Dr. G prescribed me at the end. It's like one, one where you're standing up. Ah, uh, yeah, the full, full, the full standing. Yeah. Full, full length. Yeah, full length. Um, awesome. Let's see what else we got in here. Uh, let me press next. I, I think that – oh, I got to zoom out here. There we go. All right. Oh, there you go. That, now that's like where you're at 5.56. You're at five uh, centimeters there. Yeah. Five and a half. Yeah, so we can see the progression of the also the bone um, regenerate tissue that's 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 like being made like in the gap. We can see it. Absolutely, it's looking like the nice cloud formation there. This <laughs> is like you know just uh, my my morning routine when I was stretching. Okay. Some knee range of motion. Yeah, just to help it, you know, and this just you know just stretch my muscles every morning um also but i mean that i had my physiotherapist come in but mm -hmm. after that like i had to do also stretches like three four times a day wow that's crazy i mean that that's why you're doing so well in terms of like you know your pain control and everything because you kept those muscles loose and limber uh there you go at six and a half centimeters so that's already two and a half inches uh you know we're almost three inches i mean you're getting there you're on the way and then you're, oh, this is old x-ray. This is old um, x-ray, yeah. This is me walking towards the end. We saw, I believe we already saw it, but I'm not sure. I think so. Okay. Yeah, this one. So this is me walking like about like two weeks ago. Two Same weeks video. ago. Okay. Yeah, about two, three weeks ago, you know? Wow, man. You're looking so tall. It's crazy. So you're 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 technically over six foot. You're six foot right now. Yeah. Wow. Guys. On this the dot. <laughs> you're moving was, really good. Some days better than others, as we can see. That's why I wanted yeah. to keep a lot of videos like that. You know, it might be repetitive a bit, but like at least we can see some days are better than, than others. And, you know, if you keep pushing, I guess it's, it's going to get better because every day I walk. Mm -hmm. And one thing it has uh, made better was like since I started walking, the pain definitely got like almost absent, like almost no pain right right now that's incredible i mean this is this is crazy and, and i'm guessing right now so your last checkup was when with dr g mm, like two weeks ago two weeks ago okay yeah. um when was this x-ray taken here this one uh, was the was the one we took two weeks before the last appointment so a month ago Oh, a month ago. Okay, gotcha. So this isn't too fun. Okay, some more walker here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go fishing again? Fishing. Yes. <laughs> you can. Uh, this is just to show people that even if you you had major surgery, you can still enjoy your activities. You know. Absolutely, man. Look at that. <laughs> you can fish better than I can with perfectly good legs. <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. Okay, so that's just showing you at six and a half, pretty much. Yeah. Some more still walker, walking, man. This is fantastic. Eventually, when I look at them like one one next to the other one, and I speed them up, I can see a progression. You can see the progression, and that's what it's all about. It's like, yeah, and I I think I'm gonna try to do something like that on video. I'm not the greatest at video editing, but I, I'll try. Man, that's 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 super. Are you in the mall? 
Okay, this is today. Last one. I believe this is the last one because that's today, this morning. This morning? Yep. Wow. This is the mall, right? Yep. Because <laughs> you know why? You know why I started going to the mall? Because uh, in Canada up here, we have snow now. Oh. So it's, you can't do it first was like four days ago, we had the first snowfall. Yeah. And with the walker outside walking in the snow and the, the ice, you know, it's minus yeah. five outside right now. So I'd rather go inside. That's crazy. So I, I'm, I'm kind of mad that there's no other people to kind of compare you to. But <laughs> but, you know, this is incredible to see a guy, you know, and you're and look at how com comfortable you are using a walker in the, the the uh the mall. I think a lot of people would be kind of, you know, you know, pulled back and they wouldn't want to kind of do that. But what, what is, is your you, you have to like you have to i mean put this on the side the idea yeah. of p other people watching you and thinking you have like a sort of disease or that like you're you're so different like mm. first people will look at you this way but they'll want to help you with doors and stuff <laughs> everyone is going to want to help you yeah, they feel yeah. bad. And I, I think that's what a lot of patients said when they were at the airport. They said that everybody was so nice. They were just opening doors for me. Yeah, the first time in my life. So everyone's so nice. Yeah, because they feel bad. That's crazy. But like, I, I, I mean, you look like a tall guy right now, just like walking through the mall from 5'9 to freaking six foot. This is incredible. And with the boots, you're probably closer to six one. I'm guessing, you know. Actually, yeah, because the, I, I noticed when I put these on, it makes me taller than the shoes. But oh, it definitely, you know, it definitely does. They definitely have a bigger heel. But this is this is so cool because in that short amount of time, we're talking less than four months. This guy went three inch. He got three inches taller. He's changed his whole perspective. You've probably built up this, you know, psychological grit, which made you stronger and more resilient to daily life and everything like that. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I do agree. It, yeah. it was it was hard at times because. I'm used to, you know, being very busy, like studying, uh, doing sports, doing this, that. And from one day to another, I, I got basically sent in a wheel, wheelchair because that's what I wanted. You know, I knew it was it was part of it. But yeah. when you when you're living it, it's different than when you're thinking about it before. Absolutely. When you're living it, you're you're in the moment and you notice like it's sometimes it can get long, like the time can yeah. get long. Like even if you try and get busy, you know, yeah. you can't no, really I, do I, I what, you. what you would normally do. So, yeah, hundred percent. I think that's one of the biggest things in the you know the whole stature lengthening game right here is like really trying to find a way to kind of like make that time useful, make it efficient. You know, don't just like you know let lengthening happen and life disappear. So, uh, JP, I had a few questions for you. I wanted to kind of say. So you said that you do notice the height increase. Is that is that correct? Yes, but just before you start, you you said that you take use of that time the time it takes for, for lengthening and it, that that's i think that's very true like the way I, I i i got through it is i told myself this is like for you it's like vacation take yeah. it as a vacation it's a time a well-needed vacation you know like before i'm gonna go back and you know get very busy again mm -hmm. so it can't do uh, any wrong yeah. To, to have some time off, you know, and relax. I wouldn't do that normally. If I didn't mm -hmm. have my legs broken, I wouldn't take a, a week off. Never. Right. Never, never. never <laughs> exactly. Happened. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's a good thing, I think. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the same thing that I did too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't just like sitting there and eating popcorn, watching Netflix all day. I was trying to do things and be creative with things, but it was like a very nice time, a step away from the world, which I know a lot of people are worried about that. They're worried about like, oh, it's six months of my life or, you know, seven or eight months before I'm walking normally again and getting back into life. But I'm like, hey, life goes really, really fast. If you get this, this is going to force you to sit back and kind of enjoy life in a way and kind of uh, reflect on what's happened so far and really appreciate life for what it is. And you're walking. I never, when I went through limiting thing, I never, uh, took walking for granted after that. I mean, I kind of do now, but like, I think that when you, when you have your legs taken away from you, you really realize that a lot of people aren't as lucky as us. So, I mean, I'm so glad that you're healing really well. Um, what about your proportions? Now I, I know on the last time you were here, a lot of people were asking about, you know, your height, proportions to your arm length and all that um do you have any new data on your wingspan <laughs> i do i do i do so, you do you measured <laughs> yeah last two times people were asking me i didn't have the answer i measured today so it's 68 inches 68 inches okay so what is uh in centimeters i think you t sent the message to me i think it's like 173 mm -hmm. or something 173 exactly. centimeters so so now you have you're taller than your wingspan but you're still within that range of like it probably looking perfectly proportional. We just saw you on the walker. You looked fine. When I look at myself in the mirror, it looks fine. Like, all, honestly, like I never uh, even thought of wingspan because I thought my 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 uh, arms were too long. I felt like mm -hmm. they were they looked too long, you know. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I look in the mirror right now, I feel like it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely do. Now, um, you saw Dr. G, uh, G your, your surgeon, about two weeks ago. Things are looking good what did she give you an expected time before your bones are healed enough where you can kind of go to crutches or maybe like a one crutch or a cane or anything like that of, in terms of bone healing? She told me, uh, um, last time I saw her about two weeks ago, she told me in a month, mm -hmm. uh, I'd be full weight bearing with the walker just for, okay. you know, to make sure I don't fall. Mm -hmm. So that's full weight bearing already. And after that soon, she's going to, the month after she's going to be able to tell me like, uh, you, you can go ahead and walk, use maybe a cane to make sure, but you don't have to. Gotcha. So okay. in general, you'll be able to walk, you know. Uh, my my initial goal was for Christmas using a cane. Mm -hmm. That's coming up quite fast. Oh, yeah, it is. It's going to be here in like literally a month. So awesome, man. So about a month. I, again, you're the one guy that we're kind of following from day zero before the surgery all the way in through consolidation. You're going to be that kind of that playlist that we're going to be able to have on Cyborg Life. So we really appreciate it. Um, now. When you look at yourself, I'm gonna actually pull up your. Uh, I'm gonna pause this video here and put it back up so everybody can see your proportions because we're kind of talking about it now. So if you can see that there, um, he's although he's holding on a walker and he has a jacket on, you can see his proportions, guys, in clothing. And this is what I say: he got femur lengthening done. He got the full, actually a little bit more than 3.15 inches, which is eight centimeters, on his femurs. But if you look at this, this is so hard, even for somebody with me with trained eyes, to tell that this guy had stature lengthening done. Like I'd have to literally look at where his knees went and say it. You wouldn't be able to, to, to tell. I wouldn't be able to with clothing. Like you'd have to be wearing like really, really high briefs or trunks for me to say, okay, maybe this guy, because I know about it. But even then I'd be like, oh, he just has longer femurs. But this looks like a perfectly normal person who's six foot walking through the mall using a walker right now. But in a month's time, he won't be. So incredible, man. So for anybody out there who's thinking about, you know, proportions being a big obstacle for you getting stature lengthening done. Take JP as an example. He got the full maximum length that those internal nails will give you. And this is what he looks like after lengthening. This was this morning, right? Yeah, this morning, this morning. This morning. And so. you know what? I, I feel like 
my the 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 shape of my legs since it's got longer mm. it looks better it's to me it looks better so people are worried with proportion sometimes i i gotta say it's an idea that went through my mind as well like i was a bit afraid with proportions but yeah all in all it it like it made it uh, to me it made it better like it's it's not an issue for me now that i look at it yeah. um, but I mean, maybe some people uh, will do the surgery and will mm -hmm. want to go get six centimeters instead of eight, you know, to make sure that it looks more proportional if there's if they're shorter people in, in to begin with. Mm -hmm. So and they can do it if they want less, they can have less, too. Absolutely. And that's what I tell people. That's one of my words of advice to them is lengthen and observe. It's like, hey, look, you do what JP's doing. Use that walker every day. Document yourself and look at yourself in the, the video or in a mirror and say, do I like how I'm looking? And if, if you don't, stop. That's a perfect time to stop. But if you say, hey, look, it doesn't look bad. I, I don't know what I was so worried about. Achieve your goal. Go for it. You know, assuming that everything is, you know, lengthening fine. Now, JP, did you have any complications along the way in terms of like, Muscle contractures, you said you had some nerve irritation, that's expected, but any types of muscle contractures that kind of prevented you from lengthening, or was physiotherapy sufficient enough that it was, you know, smooth sailing? It was smooth sailing for me. Awesome. Fantastic. And, and told me this, the, the first day he saw me, he told me, like, I believe with this level of pain and the way you, maybe not the first day, you know, the, within the first, the first few weeks that he, mm -hmm. that he was seeing me, he told me, you know, he could see I was doing my uh, my exercises. He could see that like my pain was relatively low, mm -hmm. so he told me like, you know, it's gonna go well, and uh, I tr I trusted him. And at every along the way, like it went well. There was yeah. no bump along the road. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think that except that physical the, therapy the little burns, except for the little burns I felt. But that's you know, I mean, that's only when I was sitting in the car for a long time. Yeah wouldn't happen otherwise so right you're gonna get stiff and you know everything like that but you can always you know stretch that out afterwards now really the final question that i want to ask here because i mean we're going to continue to have you on um and then we're gonna get into some other discussions here in a minute but um are you happy that you went with through with this stature lengthening procedure of course of course of course of course i'm happy <laughs> so, yeah. I, I i wish that this time in my life where i had like six months that was possible for me to, to do it. I wish mm -hmm. that was that happened before. Okay. Oh, okay. So you wish you would have done it sooner, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's now I, I had the time to do it. I could. I had the possibility to take a, a few months, you know, and do the surgery. But I wish that that would have happened like earlier on in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I know, man. Listen, you're not in the minority here. I hear that from probably I'd say 90% of stature lengthening patients who get this done. They say, I wish I would have done this sooner. But you're right. Life kind of just opened up this time. You had that opportunity. You exactly. struck. That's what I mean. You got it done. This is incredible, man. I'm so happy for you. Awesome, JP. Cool, man. So yeah. Um, so what I want to do now, we're gonna do the question and answer kind of towards the end, but uh there's actually a few questions that were sent in from somebody to kind of discuss limb lengthening. I want to, you know, have you on your guest here so we can kind of do this and we'll bring Randy on here as well. Randy, you can come on uh, if you want. So I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing. Let me just uh, share the presentation here. Randy, Randy, you have any questions Hello. for JP while I'm pulling up this? Could you hear me? Uh, now yes, we can. can. Okay, good. Hi, JP. Looking good. Congrats. Thanks. Finally. Yeah. Yes, Let's give them all some hands and flags. Give it up for JP. Yeah. And those x-rays looks great. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. So then next up, 
Um, yeah, so this is just kind of a follow-up on the collective service that we kind of unveiled last week. Um, so we have a little bit more of a development here. So we have the Surgeon Portal, which is going to be free access to everybody. It's going to be like a list of all the top surgeons that, you know, again, Cyborg for Life kind of is endorsing. Um, the list can change over time. We, there may be surgeons who are added over time. You know, they may have some, you know, features or, you know, stuff of their clinic that's edited. And there might be surgeons who are removed over time. For example, uh, on this channel, there's surgeons who may not be on that list at all. Um, and then we're going to have three different kind of packages. The pricing is going to be coming soon. But as you can see, there's a monthly model. There's a lengthening model for people who just want it for the lengthening phase. And then we have like the whole process up until your removal. Um, but basically, limb lengthening surgeon portal, you get the expert meetings with the physical therapist, the nutritionist, the surgeons. Um, you have the t private telegram group uh, with the League of Patients. You can also ask surgeons in there because obviously you're going to be prospective patients. So they're going to want to talk to you and try to sell you their surgery services. <laughs> but um, at the same time, you can ask some sur surgery questions. So you can say, hey, look, can you take a look at this x-ray? Hey, what do you think about this nerd thing? And you can get expert surgeon advice. So I think that's super valuable there. We're also working on proportion app or a mock-up from an expert. We're trying to get that going as well. Um, and you know, you get more in the lengthening and removal because they're going to be more expensive, but you get custom virtual physical therapy sessions with the nutritionist, um, the physical therapist, uh, you can have access to the concierge services and also surgeon consult. So a lot of people have been literally contacting me during the lengthening phase saying, Hey, Victor, can you see this x-ray and send it to a surgeon for me? Well, this is going to solve that problem so that you can literally consult with a, a surgeon, a top surgeon and get a second opinion. I think that's fantastic because, um, you know, you usually should trust your surgeon 100%, but a lot of people go to clinics where they don't trust their surgeon and they tell me that. They say, these people are crazy. I don't know why I signed up here. Well, this is going to help you kind of bring you e uh, peace of mind a little bit. Um, I, I hope everybody picks a safe clinic in the first place, but if you don't, at least you have backup and um, you can literally get top surgeons in the world to kind of look and review your x-rays. So that's kind of what's happening. Again, pricings are coming soon. Um, We'll keep it, keep guys updated on that. All right. So here is the discussion questions that were sent in to me. Um, and this was actually from the novelist, actually. I'll just kind of put okay. it out there. Um, so JP and Randy, we're going to kind of talk about some of these questions he sent in to me. But question number one was, he says, do I ever see for, foresee uh, cosmetic stature lengthening having stricter legal mandates? More so separate regulatory certificates in that orthopedic surgeons will have to get board certified to perform these procedures. Hearing and seeing some of the horror stories now, I can see where something like this could be beneficial. I'm sure it would be far out, but it's an interesting discussion to have with some surgeons you trust. What do you guys think about this? Having like surgical or legal mandates, almost like making sure that they get board certified for cosmetic stature lengthening. What do you think about it's that? It's already like that. I don't, I don't understand why they got, why, why this question, like, because the, <laughs> the doctors are, are already board certified. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a board certified surgeon, orthopedic surgeon is a surgeon, but she, let's say like the doctor has a fellowship where she does limb lengthening or he does limb lengthening, you know, the fellowship, is this you know is your your all like your specialty over your specialty mm -hmm. you, you absolutely i agree with you it's it's already regulated like that yeah. so for me i mean maybe it means like a residency like a i mean a residency program which is specifically like cosmetic limb lengthening mm -hmm. but you can't do that you have to do orthopedic surgery before mm -hmm. so yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think that uh, he didn't really understand um, where his question was coming from. But all of these limb lengthening surgeons who do this procedure, they're supposed to go. They're, they're limb lengthening and deformity reconstruction surgeons. Um, so they should be board certified before you see them. So if they're not run away, don't don't go get the surgery done with them by any means. But I think what he was really getting at is is should there be like a certificate? to say that you have been trained in the most common complications that can arise with cosmetic stature lengthening. And like I did an interview with Dr. Pelly a few weeks ago and he went through the top 10. I kind of made a list and he said, these are great. Let's present on this. And he went through the top 10 complications. Perhaps that's not a bad idea. And I'll tell you why, because in the last week I've had uh, a patient who sent me x-rays from his surgeon and the surgeon was supposedly pretty good, but that surgeon actually sent it to another top surgeon. So they were kind of like, you know, hey, look, I'm not 100% sure on that. And that happens in the medical field. Like you get, you know, you bounce it along with your around with your colleagues. However, what if they were like, there was like a certificate course where let's say Dr. Paley, Dr. Rosberg or the top surgeons in the world have are training or like making sure that this yearly stature lengthening course or certificate you know, people are going through it and getting this and saying, hey, look, you're good for cosmetic limb lengthening, which really, if you can do a discrepancy fix, you can most likely do a, a stature lengthening fix. But there are, you know, other complications. So I think that might be a, what he's going at. Um, what do you think, Randy? Yeah, um, these regulations needs to be enforced in certain parts of the world. Um, yeah. In North America, Absolutely. I think we're, we're great. Yeah, we're, exactly. we're, we're doing great. But um, exactly. overseas, I could see certain parts of the world needing this for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. I think that, yeah, like more of an international thing should be like a collective there as well. Very cool, man. Awesome. All mm -hmm. right. So next question, he had like four of them. I didn't really read them. I just copied them from my phone, but um, <clears throat> excuse me. What kind of feeling are you getting out of out there about doctors wanting to make their entire practice cosmetic? Is this the drive for some of these doctors or are most of them still doing other orthopedic type procedures? Yeah. Like, so JP, what do you think on that? Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me put that back up. There you go. Well, I mean, mm. I mean, if, if if a surgeon wants to uh, make their practice entirely cos cosmetic because they they have strong convictions about it and they you know and they know it's going to help people feel better and they know it's going to help people uh, in a certain way. I mean, mm -hmm. why not? If they're if it's their expertise, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Randy. Mm. I I I could see certain doctors growing into this, but I don't yeah. think that they should ever start off just doing cosmetic limb lengthening as like the first thing they ever do. They okay. need to go through years of other practices like limb deformities mm -hmm. and, and and other parts of the orthopedic industry yeah first yeah mm -hmm. i i agree with that i th I think though um if i were to kind of dive into his question a little deeper and kind of take it from where i think he's coming from and i think there there's a surgeon who's actually planning to do this but um if that surgeon has is literally one of the top surgeons and they create a new clinic that you know they're you know they got the goods they know how to do the surgery safely and they make one just for stature lengthening but it carries their name with it i think that could be okay but like you said randy that person has had to go through all kinds of training for deformity, discrepancy, and all kinds of orthopedic mm -hmm. fixes. But I think that as this procedure gets bigger, if that surgeon is obviously board certified in orthopedics, uh, limb lengthening, and deformity correction, and they grow their brand big enough, 
I don't mm-hmm. really see a huge issue with it because now you cater that clinic to the stature lengthening community specifically, which they can still treat discrepancies there. And they are surgeons, but you know, it kind of creates this community, this environment for stature lengthening patients, which I think kind of needs, it kind of needs it because there's this huge underground community for cosmetic limb lengthening, but now it's starting to kind of come out. And I think that's kind of healthy for the, uh, the industry a little bit. So I kind of, I kind of agree with both of you. There's, Mm -hmm. there's also this idea of, you know, like I can understand the point of view where the, as a doctor, you you also feel like you have to give back to, to the society. So you have to like work to the at the hospital, you know, work in the ER, treat different types of cases, not only cosmetic, mostly not cosmetic, mm-hmm. you know, as, you know, as part of the job, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't change the fact that some doctors, you know, they do mostly aesthetic procedures and they, they have the, like their their uh, clients, they have the right you know uh, field for it, but uh, I believe it comes down also to a to a personal choice of the doctor. Absolutely, it does. Yep, and, and at the end of the day, it does come down to that doctor knowing what they're doing. So, um, okay, so this is his third question. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. <clears throat> I swear it's been like three weeks now that I've had this congestion. Uh, uh, you've mentioned surgeons have fallen off this top ten list. He's talking about the collective that you're going to come out with. I assume one bad patient testimony won't necessarily drop a good surgeon from being within that top caliber because oftentimes you hear about complications more than success stories. My question to you is, do you see any of these surgeons climbing back up that ladder for you in the coming years or even getting on the channel to defend themselves? Interesting dynamics in play there. Hmm. JP, I mean, this is more of a direct question to me, but I want to kind of get your take on this. So like, let's say that you had three surgeons who you were kind of prospecting to get the surgery done with, right? And one of the surgeons had really bad complications. Let's say two of the surgeons had really bad complications um, with just one and two of their patients, right? Like one per- one surgeon had one patient. The other one had two patients who had bad complications. The other surgeon was clean, clean slate for that time period that you were prospecting them. Would you completely write them off or would you say, hey, look, let me give them another chance um, to kind of like, possibly you know get in my good graces and be another uh pick for my surgeons it all depends on why the complications occurred in the first place you know if it occurred because the patient wasn't compliant with the 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 exercises the physical therapy then that's that's one thing if complication occurred because of a surgeon that's another thing but like i mean i'd have to dive into it and really see the complications what they're due to and you know it, no so i wouldn't cross them off i would i would look into it make mm-hmm. sure and also for me the the biggest you know factor with going with uh dr gadalvich was the fact that she's the only one in canada so, <laughs> so sometimes you have the choice but sometimes you, you want if you want to stay in your country you know you have only one choice and mm-hmm. I'm, i was happy that it was the, the only choice i got you know because from what I read, she, she, I mean, she was very good. Complications, I, I went on forums, you know, reading on it, but I never really saw a case where, she, I mean, probably happened, but, you know, the most important part you said is before is to trust your surgeon. Yeah. And if, if, if for you, the fact that the person, the, the surgeon had a complication before it m- means that you can't trust them anymore, then it's okay if you want to go with someone else, I guess. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's, yeah, that's a great one. Uh, Randy, what do you think about this? Um, I agree with JP mostly, yeah. Um, but it also depends on like what type of complication as well. 
if, if there are things that happens normally and then you're supposed to follow procedures that you're trained to do but you didn't or you didn't know about that's mm -hmm. just but there are certain things that you can't control and it happens it happens there's not much you can do then that's something you could probably climb back on the ladder for i wouldn't ever blame you for certain things yeah both ways yeah no i love that man that's fantastic and i agree i agree i think that you know especially me talking to a lot of surgeons is talking to a lot more patients and seeing a lot of complications throughout these two and a half years that i've been doing this um i definitely never write off a surgeon because of one complication or even if it's severe because i know it happens but um like you said what is the complication how did it happen and did they learn from it are they constantly repeating that complication like is it serious mm -hmm. infections happening over and over again is it bone malalignment happening over and over again and they're not learning from this or is it like a 50 50 split like 50 percent of their patients are doing really well and they're showcasing a lot of that but then the other 50 percent are never to be heard from again yet through my email inbox and messaging me about multiple surgeries that they have to have after the fact. I think that really brings on a dynamic of having a good surgeon and not, but I'll say that patient testimonial and feedback about, and it's like, let's say in the, in the masses, like if I get like five to eight patients who all say, yeah, this surgeon did this. Yeah. The surgeon behaves like that behind doors then it kind of helps me to kind of rate that surgeon a lot better. And that's what I've done. That's how I rate surgeons um, is more so through patient feedback, um, you know, because sometimes even surgeons kind of all. Yeah. So that's kind of how I do it. I, I kind of rank it through uh, patient mm -hmm. feedback. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. Next discussion point. Um, yeah, this I think this was just for me. I, I, I kind of read this literally I copied and pasted it last minute. But um, he's saying this one's just for food for thought. He's basically saying Cyborg for Life. I, I kind of talked to him about some things, some projects I'm working on right now. And I mentioned it last week. Um, and he's saying, am I going too fast? Well, people say, Victor, you're branching out too much. You should just focus on building the brand of Cyborg for Life, you know, the core fundamentals, you know, the channel, talking to patients and doing things like that. He's saying, do you need to make multiple LLCs or little subsidiary businesses out of this? Or what are you going to do? Like, is it, are we diluting Cyborg for Life? And I told him um, why well, I want to tell him uh, right here, but uh, I don't think so. I think that with this limb lengthening industry, there are a good handful of projects on the different burners, uh, if you will. And some that I can't talk about because I've kind of signed into non-disclosure, but um, I think it's all going to benefit the industry. Like I said, I, I I like to consider myself a visionary. I like I kind of manifest things and I kind of see things ahead of time. And I'm I'm kind of talking to certain people who I think can make a big impact in this industry. And every prospective patient in the future will be very very happy if these things come to happen. So. Um, no, my answer is no. I don't think I'm branching out too much. I think that we're staying pretty. What are we doing? We're interviewing patients. We're interviewing surgeons. We're building the brand. We are unveiling a new service, which I think is going to help patients, um, you know, pick safely and limit the complications. At the end of the day, I'm just trying to do by do right by the patients. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think the cyborg flight's going too far too fast? <laughs> JP? I believe, I believe, it. I mean, at the same time, you have to renew your content, you know, you can't okay. always put up the same content you used to at years ago, you used to do videos, no lives, mm. videos, uploading videos, you know, and then it, it, it evolved into live videos. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, I'm, I agree that you have to keep evolving, you know, or else it's just gonna, you know, uh, people are gonna get bored, maybe. So yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. If, if you evolve and you branch out, it's it's better. And if one day you realize it's too fast, then, you know, you can just take your time and slow down at, the, at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Randy, what do you think? Mm, I, I see where this, uh, I guess, this patient is coming from. But um, uh, th there's more more than just viewers to to your channel now like i see that there's this patients who need your help like yeah. I, I sent you my x-rays every single step of the way and you yeah. got my feedback so i'm assuming you have that times 100 to a thousand so there's yeah. viewers who need those help as well and yeah you're, you're yeah. not growing out of a thought you're growing out of need because th there are people who's literally asking you to do this Right. I'm, gl I'm glad you brought that up. And I think that's what my, you know, my, my answer and my rebuttal to this is that basically, um, no, JP is a hundred percent right. Like definitely the content needs a complete revamp. Um, it's more of a time thing for me. Sure. Like I have beautiful ideas on paper that I want to do, but cyborg life has turned into like a patient <laughs> customer service yeah. industry. Like yeah. if you guys literally little, look, I, I wanted to post on my Instagram. I look back and I said, when's my last post? It was like two years ago, two and a half years ago. The reason why is because if you guys see my email inbox, my WhatsApp, my, my, uh, Instagram direct message, my Facebook, my, um, I could th go through any like discord social media platform and they're full like every day, like five to six messages. And um, each one is asking like, you know, serious questions. And I got to like literally think about what I'm saying because this is like, you know, serious stuff. So before I know it, you know, it's in the day. I'm tired. I'm like, man, I got to draft up some content. So, no, that's definitely why the content has suffered. But that's why I think that, you know, coming out with the service can really help, um, you know, offload a lot of that off my plate. Um, don't get me wrong. I've talked about what I'm going to plan to do with some content, what I'm planning to do, some review or what is it called? Uh, live reactions to uh, how to grow taller. Uh, other limb lengthening mm. videos online. I got to figure out how to do that without copyright strikes. But yeah, no, there's been some ideas that were pitched to me in the last week that I think are really interesting and I'd love to bring them to the channel. Um, but if you guys, literally, if you guys have like topic ideas or if you want to collaborate with me to help you out with the content that'll make it easier on me, I'd be more than glad to kind of do that. Um, and if this, like I said, if this service, you know, blows up big enough and there's some surgeons who we might partner with, um, it could take me away from you know a lot of my daily tasks. I think we can scale this uh, industry a lot further, a lot faster, and I don't think it'll dilute. But um, thank you guys for that feedback. That's fantastic. All right, so uh, let's see what's next. I think it's live Q and A time, and then we'll we'll call it. Let me just pull it up. Yeah, so number five, live Q and A. So let's go ahead and do this, and then we'll do an outro. Um, so let me stop sharing here. Boom. All right, we guys are here. Let me just put this little thing here. Oh, Randy, you're at the bottom. All right. Marge A, what specific exercises can cause wear and tear to the spine, culminating culminating in spinal decompression and resulting in height loss in one's 50s or 60s? I heard the deadlift is one. Interesting. I would say anything repetitive, you know, anything that's repetitive can cause, you know, a bit of damage to your, you know, I mean, physical, something physical that's repetitive on the long term can, uh, you know, be a risk factor for this. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. I think um, <laughs> deadlifts definitely is one, believe me, because I measured myself in the morning. That's when I'm the 174.5. End of the day, definitely not. <laughs> it definitely gives you a spinal uh, compression. Um, but I think, or axle comp compression. I think um, I think also, like you said, repetitive stuff. My, my knee was taking a lot of repetitive overuse and it was getting wear worn down over the years. So, uh, okay. After me, she's back. Excuse me. How is the pain towards the end of lengthening and how is your walk now, JP? The pain for me towards the end of lengthening wasn't that bad because we went, we slowed down the lengthening process. 
the pain for me was the, was at worst like uh, towards six centimeters because my my um, hamstring was really tight the left one and after when we stopped when we I mean when we slowed down the lengthening it went it went better and now I mean uh, how is your walk now I mean we saw it in the video it's not perfect and it, it, it's just it's a work in progress you know but I mean it's getting better every day and uh, there's no pain at all no pain at all i don't even uh, i don't take no medication then uh, i'm fine that's awesome randy what about your pain like towards the end of lengthening did it kind of simmer down a bit toward the end of lengthening um no um uh, it was easier at the beginning for me and the, the, uh, when it got to the to, to end it got harder for me oh yeah. okay well okay gotcha towards the end of lengthening gotcha was it because yeah. of the muscles the muscles were tight yeah Okay. Definitely. Gotcha. But the but the bone pain like from the surgery that that was gone pretty much. Right? Oh, that was gone. That that, oh, that okay. was gone. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Is your walk getting better, Randy? Totally. I feel yeah. like I'm. I, I have been walking for like a month now, and then my yeah. walking gait is just getting better day by day. I wake up, I could walk better. Give me That's another awesome. thirty days, I feel like I could walk <laughs> normal. I I went shopping without any assistance. It was pretty easy. What? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. How long I was you... walking around in the Walmart. <laughs> very good. Very good. As a six foot one guy. That's awesome. Alamut. Hi. I also I will also have the surgery done. When can you switch from a wheelchair to a walker and crutches? It is very difficult for me psychologically that I will have to spend some time in a wheelchair. JP. Okay. So um, depending on which type of nail you have. Uh, if you have a non-fully weight-bearing nail, you're going to be able to switch from wheelchair to walker like uh, relatively soon, but you won't be able to put a lot of weight on your your legs. So you'll be able to basically walk with a walker right after surgery. But uh, as for pain, I mean, the pain is going to is going to prevent you from doing certain types of of uh, motions that you would normally do. But uh, other than that you don't have to uh you don't have to have a wheelchair for a very long time you you in fact my doctor didn't tell me i would need a wheelchair like mm. uh, she, it was walker um and you know uh basically um using a seat razor on the toilet and you know different types of uh, helps like that but she never mentioned a walker and the reason for this i believe is because she wanted me to walk a lot because walking is for I believe is one of the things that helped me the most throughout the process. Walking a lot made it way easier for my, um, to relieve my muscle tightness, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. I think as long as you're using the walker guys, you are pretty mobile during this process. It's like, you're not walking freely because mm. it's not full weight bearing. So you can use the walker. Doing, he was in the mall for goodness sake. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Oh, Randy, I mean, is this kind of the same for you too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. like timing-wise, I guess wheelchair, you, you still need your wheelchair for going out probably 90 days into consolidation, and then 90 to 100 days you could get on the crutches and get around. And then maybe a month after that, you could ditch your crutches. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing I wanted to say, when I say you don't need a wheelchair, you don't need a wheelchair to walk around the house. But if mm -hmm. you want to go do the grocery and do long distance, you're going to need a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you're going to get tired on your walker, and it's going to take a long time. You might make a mistake, so absolutely. DJ Cyborg. Hey, JP. How long has it been since surgery day? I just joined the live. 
Hey, I remember DJ Cyborg. So uh, it's been uh, a little over uh, three months. Like, I mean, my surgery was August 1st. So, mm. so yeah, three and a half months. Yeah, three and a half months. And uh, again, it's because he slowed down at the end just, you know, because he was feeling that nerve issue. But um, he's, he's right on the money and he got his full length. So that's awesome, man. It's been about like one one hundred and ten days. So yeah, uh, Jay Balakot, um, what has been your favorite hobby for the past three months? <laughs> My friend asking this question. So uh, I've been, you know, playing guitar mostly. Playing the guitar. Playing guitar. Good, better. <laughs> yeah. Jamming out. That's awesome. Yeah. How's it going at home with your mother? Does she keep supporting you? Very important question. You need to have someone supporting you at home, eh? If you don't have someone supporting you, it's gonna you, you can do it, but uh, it's gonna be very very difficult. Like yeah. you're gonna have a lot of trouble cooking for yourself at first in the first weeks. You're gonna want to order food, but you're gonna have trouble picking it up on the ground mm -hmm. if you don't have a wheelchair, you know. And yeah. you know you can go work, you can work <laughs> around these things, but it's it's gonna be much harder. And I wouldn't imagine of like without my mother. I wouldn't Im imagine how it would have done it. It would That's have been awesome. much, 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 much harder. Like yeah. almost, uh, I don't know if I would have been able to do it. You know? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, no, caretakers are so important. And if it's not a family member or a friend or a loved one, it could be a little care caretaker you can hire, but you need some help. That's what JP is saying here. And you have to have some, you know, someone that wants to help you. Someone that not, if you hire someone, they were going to want to help you. I mean, but... To have so support from them. your relatives helps the, you know, it helps a lot, you know, it helps. Yeah. Because hey, if you stop paying the caretaker, they're like, I'm gone. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and you're left alone with two broken legs. Yeah. All right. GGGG. Uh, how did he pay for the surgery? So basically, for my, my, uh, in my case, I had been waiting seven years for the surgery, wow. you know. So I had time to save up. I had time to buy a truck, to sell the truck, buy a boat, sell the boat more expensive during COVID, you know, make money, do do what I had to do. And uh, the money that I had left, you know, to pay, I was able to figure out a way to loan it, you know. So nice. for me, uh, it wasn't an issue. Very cool. Saving. Uh, can you go up and down the stairs easily? Uh Using, uh, using uh, crutches, I can do it. Uh, using crutches... But before I could do it easily, it took like uh, two months. I almost mm -hmm. fell one day. I almost fell in the stairs. <laughs> I'm glad you very scary. Me. Yeah, I, I had the crutches. I was walking, but I, one of the crutches slipped. Oh no! And my le my leg slipped like that. My yeah. friend, uh, I had my friend over here. She was. I, I always have someone looking at me when I when I climb the stairs to okay. make sure that if this sort of thing happened, we have someone that can hold me. So no, I was falling, awesome. and uh, my friend she grabbed me. <laughs> She helped me, and I was like, you know, like, <laughs> I wasn't sure. And I eventually I was able to grab the ramp, but having someone looking at you when you move up the stairs is very important. Yeah, man, that's that's incredible. Yeah, because I'll tell you, this year I heard of a, um, surprisingly, it was a discrepancy patient because he was going up the stairs with one crutch, and he actually did stumble and fall down the stairs. He fractured his wrist, and he uh, he bent the rod, so he had to go and get a nail swap. Luckily, he was done lengthening, but he still had to get a nail swap because it was a bent rod. And um, so things can happen. So be very careful on those stairs. 
Oh yeah, that that's 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 the thing. Complications can happen because of also because you know if you're not lucky, you you walk, you slip, yeah. and this sort of things can happen. Absolutely, absolutely, and hopefully nothing happens. I mean, there's been multiple patients that have fallen this year, but some of them only been a few of them been unlucky. How soon do you think you can drive? That's a good one. Oh, this is a good question as yeah. well. I feel like driving. Like these past few days, I wanted to drive. I wanted to drive my, my car, you know, do my stuff. Mm. I couldn't do it. So I think maybe in two months. Two months. Okay. That's fair. That's what I hear from most surgeons. They say, just wait till you're through consolidation. You're safe. Joey Patrick, uh, did he stretch a lot before surgery or no? I did. did. I did stretch a lot before surgery. Um, I started stretching like... Listen, because I didn't know exactly when my date was going to be my surgery, you know. So at first I wanted to do it around like the same time as Randy, you know, May, mm-hmm. May, April. And but I was still at school, so I, I pushed it back. So in doing that, I when at, at the time of the surgery, I had been stretching for like six, seven months pr- prior to the surgery. Wow, that's crazy, man. You did better than most patients ever do. That's incredible. Uh, were there days when it was psychologically difficult not being able not to be able to walk like others? Yeah, there were days where it was more difficult. Of course, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's annoying. Like, especially when I, you know, like you meet people. Sometimes, like with my friends, I went. I, I still was going out, like, mm-hmm. you know, see people, and I met different people. And after that, you, you know, you know, you still want to go out, but you can't do it alone. You always have to have someone. So. No, for sure. Takes time. Devin May, how have family and friends reacted to your new height? That, uh, that was uh, funny reactions. Some people they they noticed really like fast, mm-hmm. and these are the people that like uh, they 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 accepted it more easily. Some people were it took longer to realize. They, they were like they needed to stand next to me and my family, and they were like, "Okay, now you're a bit taller," you know, and they, <laughs> but. And some people, uh, I mean, they reacted. They, they were happy for me that, you know, they... It's hard to say. You don't really never know what, what like, the other person thinks about it unless you're, you're that person, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. to say how to... Right. And, and, and the thing is, you're still in the walk right now. I mean, you were in the, the mall there. I mean, you said it's snowing, but I'm sure in the next month or two, you'll be able to really get that, uh, that answer. Uh, do you feel taller than most people when you see them walking out in public, just like I was just asking? <laughs> Yes. Now, before I felt shorter than most people because I was a little shorter than 5'9". Five 5'9 nine. Five nine is the average height. And by gaining just, you know, 3.1 something inches uh, made me a bit more than six foot. So what, that, when you look at the numbers, you, you this is, you know, you see it's taller than average, but you experience it when you walk in public. Yeah. Before I, w- I, w- I was never the tallest. Like, it, but well, sometimes I was, but never the tallest. Like, I was mm-hmm. sometimes like mostly like other ones. But now, often I walk into places and like I'm the tallest. That never happened to me before. <laughs> never, yeah, man, you look pretty tall in that mall there for a second. It's pretty cool, man. I can't wait to but follow you know, up when you when you're starting to walk. You're like, oh man, the life the world is different. But the goal is not to be the tallest. You know, the goal is to feel better with with the height that you were before. If for me, I felt like five nine wasn't enough, but six would be uh, good enough for me. And mm-hmm. now that I'm at six, 
I wouldn't want to be more, but some people they would want to be six too. Yeah, yeah. You know? so it depends on the on someone. Uh, I mean, it's not the goal is not to be the tallest, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mean. It's it's all about that you know that relative comparison of where you were before to where you are now and how you feel about yourself. Exactly. That's what it is. Because I mean, there's some people like I get emails from people who are five foot one, five foot three, and they're just getting to five foot you know four or five foot six, which is considered still short. But guess what? They feel completely different, and they're happy. They're like, hey, look, I'm I don't need any more lengthening. I'm I'm happy here. And because three inches is a lot. I mean, it's like you know. So, um, how difficult is it to achieve five inches? Is five inches still safe? Uh, that's that's a question for Randy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Randy. Yeah, it's 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 quite difficult if you do do them like together or like simultaneously. So if you split them up, it gets easier. So do your mm -hmm. tibias and then do your femurs, and then it becomes a, a lot easier. Yeah, just have a little background here, Randy, because you did quadrilateral and you yes. started with your with tibias or yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. you started with tibias, and then how long after did you do your femurs? Um, so after um, I, I stopped lengthening, I waited about a month and a half. Yep, a month okay. and a half, and then I did my femur surgery. Okay, but yeah. your femurs still consolidate faster than your tibias. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they heal so much faster. A lot more blood flow. Are you able to squat? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> this, guy, this guy wants you to get the, get under the bar and let's go. Let's go, JP. Drive, walk, squat. Let's go. Uh, DJ Cyborg, how many hours per day did you stretch during distraction, during your lengthening phase? Mm, well, there's one hour I was stretching uh, with my phys physical therapist. And then when you add up uh, my four, um, like four times I was stretching, maybe it's a, another hour. And that's excluding walk. So I'd say about like two two hours total, two hours to three hours. Yeah, yeah, I think that's efficient right there. I I think people and, and some people need more, some people need less, but it's all about how efficient you're stretching. I think right because it's like yes. if you're getting something out of these mm. sessions, you you'll notice you'll notice the the effect versus if you're just like oh I'm just gonna move my leg back like this ten times. If you're not doing anything, it's not gonna do anything in that session. So exactly, and my uh, physical therapist came up with it with us. It's something you read a study it said that the stretches will be like according to that study they said that stretching are more it is i mean the stretching is more efficient if you do it for longer than five minutes mm -hmm. in a, like uh let's say you do static uh, stretch like you you're on your tummy and you just want to stretch your hamstrings so you just want to you know lay on your tummy mm -hmm. and you're going to wait five, 10 minutes, you're going to feel it less at first because you're not actively stretching it. But after 10 minutes, it's going to be hard to stay in that position. Yeah. And those type of stretches are the ones that I found were the most beneficial. Interesting. So the one over five minutes. Yeah. Over five minutes. Well, that's a nice little tip there, guys. Pick that out. It's like stretch for longer duration. So 30 minutes probably at a time then. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Mel, hey JP, can you use your old pants or do you need to buy new ones? That's a common question. <laughs> um, I mean, to some some of them like I needed to. I'm not wearing them anymore. So. <laughs> He's gonna be yeah, three inches is quite a bit. But I've heard like most patients could probably squeeze in them as long as their waist didn't get bigger or smaller. Uh, JP, do you plan to specialize in this type of surgery in your medical studies? Oh, good question. Well, this is very interesting because. 
I had this thought before doing the surgery, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to, like, you know, more, do more like physical, uh, I mean, uh, family um, medicine, family. Yeah. Uh, but as I was doing the surgery and as I was, you know, um, seeing Dr. G more frequently and we were talking about, you know, the x-rays and talking about, she asked me a few questions about residency. She asked me if I wanted to do mostly like surgery or not surgery, you know, told her I wasn't sure. And she asked me, you know, have you thought about it, you know, about doing this type of surgery for, for, um, for residency. And I told her, I'm like, not sure because not because i listen i would love to do it i'd be i'd be very 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 like uh i mean interested in doing it but the thing is you have to realize like you have to be good to do this you have to be good manually you have to be very good you have to be yeah. and i don't know if i'm good enough for this you know okay. so i have oh. to I like wow. that. I like that honesty. And here's the thing. It's like you could get better, but at the same time, it's like, hey, look, your confidence in doing something has to be top notch. This is no joke. I mean, some and I think that's where it comes in. I think a lot of surgeons catch on very easily to this. Like they just have a they, they fall in sync with it. But then some surgeons just takes longer. And that's where the complications happen. And um, you're right to be really good at this, to be a top name. These guys, a lot of them can fix like, you know, ACLs and, you know, broken legs with their eyes closed. When you talk about limb deformities, that's all. That's like a Frankenstein bone deconstruction. It's the 3D arrangement in their brain, what's going through, how to correct, uh, connect, uh, uh, what do you call it, an external ring fixator, like a hexapod or, yeah. you know, an Ilazarov ring fixator. It's incredible when you actually sit down and listen to these people. Their minds are just, they just work different. They're wired differently, so. Mm-hmm. But man, mm-hmm. shoot for the stars. <laughs> don't, don't let that stop you, JP. Because I actually, when I was uh, had my surgery, I actually did a little internship with Dr. Conway for a little bit, and um, mm-hmm. that kind of pushed me down the path to kind of you know pursue medical studies a little bit. But then, you know, it wasn't hundred percent for me um, after that. Um, are there people around who you want to do this type of surgery around around you who want to do this type of surgery? Mm, none of my friends wanted to do it. They were like, they thought it was too much of pain and too much of a sacrifice of time and energy to gain this much height and i mean but one of them who used to say this when he saw my new height he's like now the major factor in in him not doing it is not the time or the pain or anything is the money oh, okay okay I yeah know no, they do it, but you know so the, i know some people around me maybe one guy would want to do it you know Oh, okay, cool. I, I think that's cool. It's healthy because you actually get an experience what you went through or see it. And he's like, hey, look, that'd be cool. But the money is a big obstacle. It is. Yes, um, it is. And that's something that like I at the same time, like I hope it's going to the cost is going to lower over time. I hope. But at the same time, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's only going to go up like everything else. I think if the industry stays how it is with these greedy med med dev companies medical device companies maybe but i think that if projects on the back burner of cyborg for life stove (laughs) if they really do come to light i think that we could be in you know in store for something good where you know costs are forced down and you know whether that's going to happen or not we'll see what happens so man this guy has some great questions is he is he is does he know you yeah, he's my friend. He's my friend. Oh, I, I told him before yes. we were doing live. I didn't know he was going to ask every question, but I mean, I was, gonna, so. I was like, this, this guy has like so all these questions. I was like, holy crap. All right. How satisfied is your doctor with your results? Uh, uh, he's, I mean, right now she's really satisfied because I'm making great bone. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah, both she was good, so she's happy. She's happy with the fact that I did my stretches. Uh, I mean, she, yeah, she's really happy. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to actually pull up some more of your x-rays here so we can show some of them while we talk. Um, from Hunter, how much of a confidence boost have you gotten after your new height? Uh, I mean, I'm still walking with a walker, so that's not much of a con <laughs> confident booster, you know. Right. <laughs> not for sure. But um, no, nah, but I think that, uh, yeah, that's cool. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Like, I, I mean, the height, when I look at myself in the mirror, mm -hmm. I, I feel much better. But uh, I haven't experienced, like, much of a change when I'm out in public because uh, I, use a, I use a walker. Use the walker, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Um, cool. All right, so this one's saying, what else are you doing, Victor? Oh, this is towards the end. This is like shows eight, the full eight. This oh, I didn't see. Maybe I didn't show this one earlier, did I? Not? No, you didn't show oh. this one earlier. Oh, I must have skipped this one. Let me pull this up, guys. So if you see this, okay, let's pull that up. Look at that. The full 8.4. Oh, yeah, that is. Hold on, let me. I can't do it because the little thing is showing there. But like, yeah, he's actually gotten more than eight centimeters. Well, yeah, again, but that's as I said, it's not absolutely precise, this one, but it's precise enough to tell that I was, you know, about eight centimeters. And you can also see with the, if you go down that picture, yeah, you see there's the, 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 when my, my doctor looks at this, she knows how much of a gap there is left on the nail to, to, to stretch, you know? Yeah. And at that point, point, she knew there was a bit some more, a bit more. Interesting. Even at that that's point. Cool. I, I didn't know they had that on there. Maybe that's how some patients did say that like, they got nine centimeters. I'm like, well, uh, that's not possible, but maybe that's well, what they're talking it, about. Yes, it is possible also for one reason. When they, uh, because during the surgery, okay, when she, when she fixed, like she installs an external fixator for the bone mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. she breaks the bone and mm -hmm. before she inserts, but when she breaks the bone and inserts the rod, there might be a little gap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So a bit more, but not like one centimeter. You know? Yeah. It's like maybe like a quarter or something like that yeah. of a centimeter. And okay. she does it with the machine as well in the, in the, I mean. Yeah. The, yeah. They do distract you. Just you kind of test the nail, make sure it works and stuff. I remember they did that rich when I heard his bone break. <laughs> the most. But there, is, there is more to the precise nail than eight centimeters. If you want to do a bit more just to adjust for discrepancy in the end. But oh, uh, okay. It's kind of like a, a safeguard, essentially, that yeah, they have in there. Like, Interesting. Safety. Important features as well is you can use the, the precise nail to, you know, do a compression. So if you don't want to make the shorter leg longer, you can make the, the longer leg shorter. Oh, yeah. It can reverse lengthen. Yeah. And you can kind of bounce yeah. it out. Yeah. That's so cool, man. I think that's that's one of the that's one. That's why I think that this nail it has um, one you know advantage over the mechanical nails besides the distracted method. Um, Facebook user. What else are you doing, Victor? <laughs> You mean like doing the live stream or, oh, he's probably means like uh, cyborg for life. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into that now. It's long discussions. It's already almost like an hour and a half, but some really cool stuff. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, do you share your experience on the forums, JP? Uh, no, I've read a long time on the forums, like LinkedIn forum if, since 2015. I, I, I read a lot on it, but I'm not on the forum. No. Okay. That's fair. Very cool. I mean, I, 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 if I told myself by doing these videos, it's going to share the, the yeah. whole thing. This is sharing it a lot better than that. And I think mm -hmm. also, I think you said on your, your Instagram, you're very open about it. And you might be doing a documentary soon. I mean, this guy's going to be famous. <laughs> Who needs to be a doctor when you're about to be a movie star? <laughs> he's got the looks, the height. He's good. He's good. He's set. <laughs> um, uh, DJ Cyborg, question for Vic. Will the collective include a supplement stack and the extra stuff 
you did to get your bone to heal faster. Yeah. So <laughs> it is crazy. I did do the tibia and I was lengthening at 0.99 millimeters per day, which is one millimeter, one centimeter per day. No, not one centimeter. I'm sorry. One, one, uh, millimeter, per day. one millimeter per day on the tibias. Yeah, pretty much. Cause I was doing 0.33, three times a day, but I was young, early twenties. And, uh, I did investigate some crazy things and I was using a stationary bike probably a little bit before Dr. Conway said I should, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Dr. C listen, I had to do it. Um, so that mechanical stress probably helped me heal a little bit faster. So I probably won't recommend that to you guys because I'm not a surgeon, but that is a little bit of cyborg, uh, for life. Yeah, but yes, I will definitely give you supplement stacks, anything you want in there. Um, if you do join, I will make sure that you are souped up and cyborg ready to go when you leave. Nice. Mel, since most people lengthen femurs, how comfortable do they feel in settings like airplane seats and small cars? Wouldn't their knees be hitting the back of seats uh, be uncomfortable? That's actually a really good question. So when you're, using the, when you're getting in the car, JP, like to go to the mall today, um, what was it like? Was the, was your knee, were your knees hitting the back of the front seat? You know, I got to say, like, I have long legs now. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at my legs, I'm like, when I stretch, I have long legs. Yeah, so, so when I go sit in the car, like I have to, you know, put the steering wheel up mm -hmm. the most. Then when I when I stretch my legs, like it's it's still doable. It's doable, but in a small, very small car, such as like a smart or a mini, I don't know. Mm -hmm. This I don't know. Okay, gotcha. He doesn't know. Okay. Oh, here's the picture. I didn't show this one. You with yes. Dr. G? Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at that, man. So I don't even know how tall she is, but like that, you're six foot, so she's got to be like what five seven maybe. No, but this was this was before surgery. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Then you're <laughs> you got to get a new picture then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So next time you go for a checkup, get a new picture. We want to see that on here as well. That's incredible, okay, man. We'll get we'll get in the room. This is the for the person that asked me if my pants still fit. Oh so, yeah, look at that. <laughs> that's what it can do. <laughs> you need some new sweatpants for sure. I didn't see some of these in here. So okay, what's this, JP? This is the markings on for the for the machine. You know, you oh, still okay, have to have ERC. those markings. For 80 days, that's what I wanted to, to show people. Like, uh, that's yeah. that's the location where you put the ERC. Gotcha. And then we have this scars. Yep. Look at that minimal incisions. One of the like the hip here. Um, that's like the mid thigh, I think. Uh, is that near the knee? So that's IT band release. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, yep. I mean, uh, I don't know if this one is as low as the knee, but the one at the knee is the IT band release. And yeah. Yeah. Near the knee. Yeah. I can't see because there's like some other. Let me see. Oh no, this IT band down here by the knee. This is probably another screw or something. I yeah, because usually there's yeah, what, it's, four. Yeah, it's locking screws. Maybe I don't know because yeah, probably something like that. Let's see really well because we don't see my whole leg. I just wanted to right. to, to show the ones that are at my uh, level of my hip. You know? Yeah, yeah, man, that's incredible, man. That's that's awesome that you're sharing all this stuff. Very very cool. And then yeah, this is uh, him from. Uh, Sharing his walk and some fishing. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep the, I'll keep these up so then we can do it. Okay. So let's see. Hunter, have you met anyone you were shorter than and are now taller than them? How do they feel? Yeah, almost every of my friends is this way. <laughs> I was shorter than them and now I'm taller. That's almost so crazy. All of my friends. But they know you got this done, right? Yes, they know. And okay. they that's when one of my 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 friends is a bit shorter and uh you notice he's like when he saw me next to another friend, Max, he told he, mm -hmm. he, he said, Max is like, I remember when this guy was a little shorter than you. 
<laughs> but now I'm much, I'm much taller than, than Max. Like not much, but I'm a bit. Like you know, like you, when I'm standing next to him and you look at the shoulder, I look much taller. Yeah, because of the, yeah. the I have big shoulders. Your so, shoulders, yeah, right. Yeah. And your height. Now, do are, are all your friends and close ones? Are they taken to this well? Or are they like, hey, look, this is this is your choice, and we're happy for you? Or are they any of them kind of judging you about getting this? Well, stuff? I mean, listen. I was surprised because my closest friends and my real friends are the ones that like I I, I already knew who they were and uh, they're mm -hmm. the ones who accepted it and didn't judge. But mm -hmm. I was surprised to see that sometimes uh, some people you know less, you know they're acquaintances. They're not like really your friends. Yeah. And you wouldn't have thought that they they would have judged this type of surgery. But mm -hmm. when you get to tell them and they're like, yeah, but why did you do it? Mm -hmm. You were five nine. That's mm -hmm. tall enough. Five nine is tall enough. Like I understand if you're five one doing it, but these persons they don't understand that you can feel the same way whether you're five one, five two, five three, five nine. You know, you can you can have this this height dysphoria. You know, so for me, uh, my my closest friends are the one that accepted it, but some of them, they, the other people, acquaintances, they I could see the ones that were judging. That's crazy, man. That is so crazy. You get to see who's really in your corner when the thing actually happened. That's it. That's incredible. And I, I think that it, it might not even be a I don't want to judge those people because at the same time, they might not understand. But um, hopefully they do one day. But if they don't, then it just shows you that their ignorance of not really being open to this um, insecurity was, you know, just what it was, man. That's how about you, Randy? Have you seen anybody in your family? Uh or friends that have judged you, or have you not been out too much yet? No, I haven't really seen too many people. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you, you know, the one thing that 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 I found that was a bit disturbing was that there was a lady like I met. Okay, she was a friend of a friend, and she she said that uh, she wouldn't understand why I would do this surgery, why I would get butchered this way, like uh, take so much time off, like uh, suffer so much, and about like 30, 40 minutes later. She mm. was she was saying how she would never date the guy that was five seven. Wow! So that's to me that's a big contradiction. Yeah, just to that's to go on and tell someone that had LinkedIn 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 surgery that like they they did that and they they shouldn't have done it, and then to not notice that, like, you know, if she's not interested in the guy that's five seven, maybe this guy knows that, that like he wants and he wants to be taller, you know, so. Wow, that's a crazy dynamic right there. I think that's a powerful, powerful. You know what? I think you you got to reach out to the novelist guy. I think you'll have a really powerful part, a chapter in his book. I that that's huge. And it's, it, it was like you said, not even thirty minutes later, she said this. Yeah, not even thirty minutes later, she was because my other friend showed her a guy. She's like, I, I like him, but he's a bit, you know, a bit short. And she's like, I would never date a guy five seven. Wow, but but then and here I, you are. Just, that shocked yeah. me. That shocked me. Because I was there standing with my walker and she she couldn't understand why I did this surgery. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Mel, did you lose any weight during the process? I probably gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong kind of weight. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, everybody's, you know, uh, sedentary. Hey, JP, is there something you wish you knew before the surgery provided that you had been already well informed about this, about it? Um, I mean, if you, I, I've looked at a lot of your videos, Cyborg for Life, and I mean, I, I found a lot of information on it. There's not much I wish I knew before. I mean, a lot, I mean, almost everything is on there. 
Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and like you said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to kick up the content, revamp it, and do different things, and just kind of showcase more things and um, grow the brand. There's a lot more to show. I have a lot of ideas. Uh, just need to create some time. Uh, let's see here. Do you sleep on in your bed, or is it too hard to get out out of bed? Oh yeah, I do now because at first I, I used to sleep on the sofa. You remember? First oh, few yeah. weeks. Yeah, I remember. And uh, but I eventually did the transition uh, to mm -hmm. my bed, and uh, it's quite comfortable. Like it's good. I can get up in the morning. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, after a while, you just get used to the kind of just moving around and being comfortable. So getting in bed is much easier. Mantis, um, what is the difference between getting a femur lengthening of eight centimeters versus four centimeters? lengthening on your femur and then four centimeters lengthening on your tibia for balance overall recovery in a long term well, that's a good question it is a good question mm -hmm. just want to say that like for a patient's perspective to have uh, two lengthenings in order to get the same height as one lengthening would for me wouldn't be really logical because it's it's twice the the, the pain twice the, the procedure twice everything for the same height mm -hmm. as but whether if you do it like Randy and you, 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 you decide to do quadrilateral because you want to gain more than eight, then for me, I can see, I can see the necessity of doing it. Yeah. But for proportions doing four and four instead of eight on the femur, it's a, you're going, you're going to put yourself through a lot for not much of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that in, a, in the real world, um, I think one lengthening maximum length is more ideal. Uh, but if it was a perfect world where you had unlimited money, unlimited time, unlimited you know pain tolerance and all that good stuff, then doing it for ideal proportions would be best, obviously. And you could guarantee yourself a recovery. But anytime you break that tibia, uh, the tibia is a different animal entirely than the femur. It really is. Mm -hmm. Mantis, does the bone fill after the rod has been extracted? Oh, good question. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Paley does say in his um, interview, the recent one that we have on the channel, he does say that it does fill back in with bone marrow. So um, it does, yes. It does, and that's where your blood cells are created, mm -hmm. in the bone marrow. Yep. Radhika Tay, uh, how much does it cost? Uh, what country did you go to? Uh, okay, so for me, it was in Canada. I didn't need to necessarily go there because I'm a Canadian. And mm -hmm. uh, the surgery was 85000 Okay. Canadian dollars, right? Canadian. Canadian. <clears throat> Alex Wong, if I'm able to work virtually, could I, could I work during the consolidation phase? Oh, this is a good question, uh, JP. So if you were uh, like a remote worker, could you do work right now? Yeah, you could, you could, you if could. you were, uh, if you were really, um, I mean, inclined in doing it, you mm -hmm. could definitely do it after, uh, let's, cause I got asked this question by a prospective patient mm -hmm. and I told them after about three weeks, you can go, uh, three, four weeks after the surgery, you could go back to work at home. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I get, I get asked that a lot and I tell them the same thing. I said, as long as your pain is, uh, tolerable. Uh, Radhika's back. Uh, how long will it take from your surgery to walk properly? How much does that cost? Okay, so, uh, how, and how much do you need to spend every other month for your PT, doctor's visits, and medication? Yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so the the, the price I told you before is including everything, PT, medica uh, not medication, but PT and doctor's visit, mm. excluding medication, but uh, that also depends on how much medication you're taking. Mm. And 
the how long will it take from the surgery to walk properly is about six months, six to eight months. Six to eight months. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. DJ Cyborg. Hey, Vic, uh, what did you think about Jack Harlow jeans? Uh, oh, I forgot to check that out. Oh, my gosh. I, I wrote that down and I took it home and I just fell asleep. <laughs> Let me write that down. Thanks for reminding me. I will check that out. I'll get back to you. What's that? What's that? That's uh, so basically they said there was an SNL Saturday Night Live uh, skit with Jack Harlow um, talking about leg lengthening. Who's he's like a famous uh uh, hip hop artist, and okay. um, <laughs> they said that he was talking about limb lengthening on Saturday Night Live, which is like you know, like it was a skit, a uh, comedy. Um, but I will have to check it out, so I'll just Google it. Um, Jack Harlow limb lengthening and see if I can find okay. something on it. Yeah, uh, Mantis, uh, from the x ray images, we see that the bone is most most often heals unevenly. Can we feel that these uneven, unevenly healed bumps for our tibia when we touch it? Like the the callosity, the bone. Uh, I mean, the oh, bone okay, gotcha. Like the like the contours. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You can. You can until it remodels itself over time. Like, it also depends on how much hypertrophy there was. Like, mine still has a little bit of a contour sweep to it, so it's not perfectly um, uh, like, you know, like where it was unbroken before. But you know what? It's a small price to pay for the effect that this procedure has on your discrepancy, your stature. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you'll feel it more in the tibias than in the femurs. A hundred percent, because there's not much muscle. The tibias to the to the surface. Yep. I don't think you can even feel your. You shouldn't be able to feel your femur bone if you're a guy. <laughs> Get to the gym. <laughs> Do those squats, right? <laughs> um, I'm glowing. Does your heart have to pump harder due to new length? I'm. I'm. Uh, I, when I'm gonna start working out, it's gonna pump more because I've. Obviously, because I haven't worked out for a while, but after maybe a month or two that I'm working out, I'm gonna maybe see a difference, maybe not. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> cool, cool. I haven't taken my blood pressure, so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> JP, uh, you think you're gonna get be able to play sports again in the next upcoming months or a year? Yep, definitely. I Oh man, I love his confidence, and I agree with you. I mean, I just seen so many videos of patients sending stuff to me. They're doing really, really well. Uh, give me one sec. The the saying just jumped. Oh, it just and jumped you on you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that did it. That's what I said. It happened to me last week, Randy. When you were no, it here, happens. Like, it, it happens all the time. Oh, it does. I, I swear, these people piss me off with this software. I'll have to talk to them. All right, we'll take. What, what do you think, Randy? Like another seven or of them? Is there seven yeah. more? How many more are there? Uh, not too many. Not too many? Okay, maybe we'll crush two. Two or three. Yep. Okay, we'll be good. Uh, Starry Blue, hey, Vic, what about the spine torso thing? Is anything going on? Um, yeah, like, I mean, there's discussions about that, but it's really about alternative limb lengthening so or alternative stature increasing methods, but we're doing real research. It's not just the hoopla stuff that you see about micro fractures and stretch your legs out with these weird bondage straps. No, 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 none of that nonsense. We're talking real science, you know, regenerative med medicine. We're talking to real doctors. Like this is real stuff happening. So default generator, at what height do you think lengthening begins to give diminishing returns? Six foot, six, one or six, two. That's a good one, JP. I would say six, two, because at okay. six, two, you're gonna have. I, I read something online. Um, the guy said he was like, "Listen, I'm six two, and I wish I was six before because at six two, there's you had a few issues. One was the clothing, 
he had mm-hmm. trouble finding nice clothes. The other one was he always hit his head some to some places, especially when sitting in a car. And mm-hmm. the other issue he had that I found was funny is he told he was saying every time I go out in a bar or you know in a club, I always get picked on by smaller dudes only because I'm the tallest. So, for me, at six two would be too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think like because there was one person who was six one after lengthening, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I should do my." I think it was tibia. They did femurs. They were trying to do tibias, and they're like, "I want to get to six three. I was like, "It might not be necessary after that because you're gonna go to." You know, <laughs> it's like that's crazy. Um, I told I, I I was speaking with Doctor G last uh, last I mean two weeks ago when I saw her. I was like. Listen, can you unscrew the distal screws from my nail, okay? Mm. Retract the nail <laughs> and then put the screws again and then we lengthen again. Yeah. You know, because they do that for dwarf. But yeah. she, she, she looked at me, she's like, aren't you six now? Like, aren't you six foot now? <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, you know. So it... it it's it's funny to the because one thing limb lengthening does to you is because as as much as it's painful you you I I loved the period where I was lengthening I yeah, didn't yeah. want it to end. I didn't want it to end yeah it's crazy I kind of enjoyed it too I actually thought back to it today when I was at the gym because I knew I had this to come today it kind of popped in my head I was like I thought back to my own journey and I was like man that was a really special time in my life it's kind of like where you really did get this light life slow down and really reflect on the world but it was a very special time it was almost a transformation period for me yeah. mentally coming out of limb lengthening it's like i was just way more resilient to the world i was tougher i had this psychological cyborg body armor where nothing could you know beat me down anymore so um ibrahim's asking amazing achievement well done may i ask knowing that eight centimeters is tough what are the expectations versus reality of reaching your goal i know you slowed down which is great from Dr. G. Hi, Victor. Hey, what's up, Ibrahim? Okay, this is this is who I think it is. Okay. Hey, thanks, Ibrahim. Um, so the expectations versus reality depends on your your individual to- tolerance of your body, you know. Depends if you get more tightness. But uh, most people, they, they can get the eight if they want to get the eight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. It's crazy. A lot of people get to eight, and the ones who don't, they just either have a lot of lengthening pain or they just decide that enough is enough. Can we find you on social media? If we have more questions about the procedure uh, to stay tall with the community and mental support, not everyone understands this kind of mindset. Yeah. You're on uh, you got an Instagram, right? Yep. Yep. It's yep. JP one six zero five underscore. Cool. I'll make sure to post that. Um, under this video when we're done i'll just pull it from his uh, instagram and post it below and we may even draft jp for the new service if he's if he's not too busy right <laughs> no, well, I mean, <laughs> we'll make sure you're 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 very well taken care of jp don't worry right. um <laughs> what did you mean uh bone healing uneven etc what what because the other question the, the guy asked a bone oh um, yeah so no. okay so when you when you when they let me actually pull up one of jp's uh breaks so i can just explain this really quickly here mm-hmm. uh just a second here let me just go to his x-ray find one of your x-rays here hold on i can't find one of your x-rays hold on i'll find one there we go right there right there okay well that's not a good one no um well you have such clean breaks it's just like kind no. of hard to see. okay here okay. 
that one? Yeah. So if you guys kind of see, um, well, he has a really well done job here, but like these are, what did she use the break? I don't know. Yeah. But in my break, my osteotome for you. Okay. So that's Drills a good holes to make it weaker. And then she osteotomes to yeah, break, she it, break, it, break it. Fracture. Yeah. Yeah. That's what most surgeons do. But in mine with the tibia break, she left more surface area there where like, if you were to look, um, if you go to my website, cyborgflex.com on the homepage, you can actually see there's like a lot of like jagged edges, which it actually kind of slants here and it slants the other way, almost like a puzzle piece that has to go perfectly back together. And why is that effect, uh, efficient? Because it has more surface area for the bone endings to sense and create um, osteogenesis or bone regenerate. Oh, I see what yeah. you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. So um, and it also depends on their, their cut. So she used the perfect technique, you know, the perforations with the screw holes and then the osteotome to break it. But some surgeons use uh, oscillating saw, which gets really... Huh? Would you go say? ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Because I, I press play on, the, on the, the live video at the same time. So go ahead. Oh, OK, OK. Um, yeah, some surgeons will actually use a really hot oscillating saw, which will actually cut your bones and it'll get really hot and it'll actually kind of um, yeah. get too hot for the bone cells. Yeah. It, yeah, it'll denaturate the cells and that'll make it longer to grow. Exactly. It'll take longer. It almost can turn into a delayed union just because of that surgical technique. And that's what we're talking about. So, but if you're talking about bone healing being uneven, um, over time, if you get really robust bone regenerate, or they call it hypertrophic bone healing in the gap, where like the regenerates kind of like almost protruding outwards, then as it heals, it will heal like that. But over time, the bone remodels itself and streamlines itself back down to natural size. However, in my case, heavy deadlifter, squatter, lunger, all that crazy sprinting stuff, that mechanical stress will kind of keep that hypertrophic, that thicker bone regenerate there for reinforcement because it's like, oh, we're not letting Victor break this bone again in the same exact spot. So it's, it's the body's way of saying, hey, look, you know, we're going to reinforce this bone so it doesn't happen again here. Um, but naturally, bone does heal without scar tissue. So it will heal with some sort of like curvature um, to some extent. But some people's bones who just get back to normal life, walkers, uh, average Joes, desk jockeys, all those people, you can never tell. Like they just have like a simple straight bone. But me, heavy deadlifter, my bone is like, nope, we're going to make this nice and thick. <laughs> so and that also goes to show you that like some people, maybe they're afraid. They're like, if I get my legs broken and rod metal rods put inside them, maybe they're going to be weaker after, you know, they're yeah. going to break more easily. No, no. No, not it's at all. It's going to be harder for you to break them. Abso absolutely. I think it's going to be at the same or harder, especially depending on your physical activity after the fact. Yep. Absolutely. Does your perspective feel different around the house or hitting six foot? Definitely. I, yeah. I, I feel like the the stuff that's, uh, you know, the, my, my on the walls, my uh, pictures on the walls and my stuff there, I feel like they're, I, I saw a perspective change. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. Let's see what else we got here. Can you share your before stats like wingspan, starting height, sitting height? So we did earlier. Uh, his wingspan was 68 inches, which is 173 centimeters. I wrote that down. Um, his starting height, 174.5. Well, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and sitting height, yeah, I don't think he, he measured that. Did you measure that? No. What, what is no. this? Thing? Like, who cares about the sitting height? Like, unless you're like in a cubicle all day, or like you're sitting alongside coworkers, they're gonna judge your height. Who yeah, cares? it depends on the chair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Randy, do you see this sitting height? What yeah. is that nonsense? I've seen that floating around for far too long. I think those are people who are obsessed with this. Uh... <laughs> that also depends on the chair height, your torso length, all that good stuff. 
Um, how would you describe your pain label from one day, day one? Does the pain increase stay the same? Uh, okay, the pain medication all the time. Talk about pain medication, but we talked about his pain levels. They did decrease, but what did you do in terms of pain? Are, when did you go off your pain meds? Uh, I went off my pain meds quite quickly, uh, about a month after surgery. I, okay. I didn't take any pain meds anymore, just Tylenol. Just Tylenol. Yeah, that's kind of what I did until I went off of that completely too. Cool. Dev May, will you share before and after pics on Instagram? Of course. Cool. cool. Yeah. So again, uh, once I start the edits, I'll make sure to put his Instagram below. Go follow him. This man is a hero for the when women community. G. That would be huge. Yeah, I'm gonna put that back up here while we have it. Let me uh, let me find that picture. Hold on. Where's Doctor G in here? I'll find it. Oh, what's the next question? Randy, you want to read it? I can't actually see it because it's this thing. Uh, DJ Cyborg, I think sitting height will be affected by how much glutes you have. Which is true. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. Um, your friend, yeah. should you continue to do different types of exercises over the next few years to continue your good healing? It's not going to be necessary. Like after lengthening, after the bone is fully healed and my range of motions is of my muscles are fully, you know, recovered. I have strength back. I, I won't have to do it, but, uh, if I feel like my, like a specific day, this, my muscles are tighter, I can do it if I want to, but I, it won't be necessary. Mm -hmm. Amen. Do you plan to do running, uh, maybe even long distance running after your legs have fully recovered? Uh, yeah, maybe because I used to before. Um, I, I enjoyed it before, yeah. When I had more time, because with my studies, I hadn't had m m enough time to, you know, like run. But I was working out. But running, I'm I'm gonna get back into it. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, do you have TikTok? If you, <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. Ben Benjamin Minoza, who's in class right now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luke Selim, would you recommend Dr. Dong Hoon Lee in Korea? That's funny. I actually, um, I'm going to be actually reaching out to Peter Thaler, who said Dong Hoon Lee is attending a very big conference with him soon. So I'll find out what's going on with that guy. But Dong Hoon Lee has been, you know, uh, super busy. I don't think he's going to be reached anytime soon. But anyway, guys, um, hey, look, JP, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on, giving this amazing update on you finishing your lengthening process. Congratulations, by the way. I mean, that's huge to be able to go from, you know, pretty much five nine to over six foot now, you know, in shoes and stuff like that. And I mean, you, the, the perspective you gave, every detail you give, being open about this procedure and having a positive, you know, encouraging mindset for other prospective patients that follow in your footstep is huge. So I want to thank you for that. Give it up for JP. Um, the next day or so. So if you guys want to go follow him, if you want to shoot him messages, be considerate of his time and also be polite. Um, but yeah, we're going to have you back, man. You're like literally going to be the cyborg for life uh, <laughs> patient avatar here. So keep coming back. Um, you're welcome anytime. You know, um, Randy, I want to thank you so much for helping out with the questions. You're I want to thank each and every one of you guys for coming on and watching us on episode 63 of Limiting Live. And until next time, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life signing out. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.